Hey everyone, this is Casey, and in the spirit of keeping everything weird and uncomfortable, I'm releasing this week's episode before the next one, which it should be the other way around. So, get ready to get uncomfortable. Hey guys, what's up? It's Casey. And this is Chris. And this is Slip Into Something Uncomfortable. And last episode, we got to know me, Casey, and now we're going to get to know Chris. We just decided to interview each other with a couple of our favorite questions. So continuing in that series, here we go. (laughs) All right. So Chris, give me one equally embarrassing, but fucking funny story about your past (laughs) or a memory. Oh, let me see. Man, I had to be around 20, 2021. Me and my homeboys, this is when, when we were still going to house parties, clubbing and stuff like that. I know people nowadays don't know nothing about house parties, but they existed. <laughs> and this was the same time when it was a little uh, tension going around with uh, some Mexican gangs and stuff like that. Like it was like kind of known not to go in certain neighborhoods where Mexican gangs might be at. They especially had tension with black people for whatever reason at that time. I don't know why, but that's just what it was at the mm-hmm. time. But anyway, man, it wasn't funny at the time, but it's funny now. <laughs> but anyway, me and my boys, we, we club and we doing what we do. And we uh, we like, hey, you know, let's hit this house party. Let's hit this other spot. And I was like, all right. I was like, yeah, I know old girl told me it was supposed to be a pretty good party. So let's, let's roll over there. And so uh, me and my friend, well, it was actually like three of us, uh, <laughs> my homeboy JC, my homeboy Terrence, and uh, the homie Maurice, we roll over there, right? And so when we pull up, I see three Mexican cats out front, and they got on like these white, typical white shirts, oh, yeah. black pants, and they baggy. It's just like you know that look, and you're like, I right, hold on, the white beaters. Like, let me, yeah, you know, like let me, let me push back for a minute. So I told the homie, like, yo, I ain't going up in there. They're like, what you mean you ain't going in there? I'm like, you see all them Mexican niggas outside? I'm not about to go over there. <laughs> Like, oh, stop being scary. Stop being scary. It's going to be all right. I'm like, man, no, I like, I'm not rolling. Like, yo, stop being scary. I'm like, whatever. So we up in the Volvo, you know, um, <laughs> pushing. <laughs> so we wasn't in no gangster whip or nothing tight. So we parked the car. And so we rolling on the sidewalk and the, the party's across the street. So I'm looking at them. They looking at me. The homeboys are right there. I'm like, hey. We should probably not do this. And like, nah, it'll be cool. We'll be straight. Like, all right. So we walk up a little bit and then they took one step off that curb. Mm. Now, like, I'm out. <laughs> uh, did so, you run like someone was doing a magic trick with you? Oh man, <laughs> did I run? I well, look, this is the thing. You don't want to cause too much attention. It's kind of like it's instinct. When you see somebody run, you chase. <laughs> so I didn't really want to do that. <laughs> you know, like I had that in my mind, like, yo, I don't want to just flat out run, but I want to get out of the vicinity of all of that. <laughs> so I start walking and my homeboy Reese was like, yo, Chris, where are you going? I'm like, this nigga stupid. <laughs> yo, where are you going? Where are you going? Like, yo, Shut up. Like, I didn't say that out loud because I'm still trying to, like, hopefully be invisible to everybody else. So I just keep acting like I don't hear them. Like, yo, man. And, like, it mid-send, you just hear, bop, 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 I'm like, oh, shit. So I just start booking it. I didn't know what the hell happened to my homeboys. I didn't, I was just gone. I just start booking it. So... I find a van around the corner because I don't know at this point if these cats are chasing me, if they sh- if they were shooting at me, what the deal was. But I bent the corner real quick and I seen a van up in like this apartment complex and I bent that corner, went up under that van and I was just chilling oh for like 10 minutes. And I was like, shit, man, I was like, man, I'm just going, I'm going to wait this one out. Like, I'm just going to chill. Next thing you know, I get a phone call and my homeboy like, yo, where you at? <laughs> like, man, I'm up under a van, nigga. Where you at? <laughs> like, uh, like, man, we over uh, up the street. I'm like, man, what happened? He's like, man, 
I tell you, when we get there, I'm like, well, I can't really tell you where I'm at because I'm just under a van, dog. I don't, I don't know exactly where I turn. He was like, well, just come out and stand in the street. I'm like, I ain't about to come out and stand in the street. <laughs> I was like, look, <laughs> just drive around the corner on where we were at. When I see the whip, I'm going to keep my eye out. I'll hop in. So he pulls up. I hop in, and I guess somebody started talking trash to another person. It didn't really have nothing to do with us, but I didn't know that at the time. But I was like, yo, man, like, uh, you know, like, everybody cool? Like, yeah, it's cool. And then the idiot, Maurice, was like, yeah, man, I was calling you, and you wouldn't turn around. Like, nigga, why would I turn around? You see, I'm trying to leave. Like, why? <laughs> Why are you calling me in the first place? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, oh man, you ain't nobody tripping. I'm like, you had look. I told you we shouldn't go there. You telling me nobody tripping, but they just start tripping and shooting. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? Oh well, I mean, you didn't have to walk away. I'm like, you know what? You don't got the same kind of logic I do. So I'm not even gonna argue with you. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave this alone. You do what you do. Oh, my God. Did they really but shoot? Yeah. Yeah, that's a story that, like, when me and my homeboys get back together, we talk about and we laugh about because it's funny to us now. But, yeah, at the time, that shit wasn't funny. Who were they shooting at, though? <laughs> like, were they shooting your buddies, like, point blank? I mean... No, nah, they was... It was, like, somebody around in that, in our vicinity, that I guess these cats had issue with. They had beef with. They start pressing them, and yeah, they just start popping off. Oh my god, that's so intense! Yeah, it was it was crazy. I would be it, it shitting crazy. my. I would have pissed myself under that van. I would have been like, man, now the cops are gonna come. <laughs> I'm just gonna see lights, and I'm gonna hear sirens, and then I'm just this crazy black guy under a van. So of course, I'm getting bit by a dog, and I'm getting arrested. Right. <laughs> like, I would, I'm real swift with my with, when it comes to stuff like that. I think outside of the box because when I watch scary movies. <laughs> I always be like, yo, why don't you, why are you running a like a whole mile? Cause now you're giving them a chance to be able to see you run. <laughs> why don't you bend that corner? And if you would have hit a, a like on the side of that trash can right there, they would have passed you. <laughs> I always be thinking like I stuff like that. So <laughs> when I bent that corner and I seen that van, I'm like, yo, I'm hiding right up under that right now. <laughs> Cause I knew I had a head start anyway. Cause I was I've been walking. I was walking. And as soon as I heard that shot, I just booked it. I was gone. Oh my God, that's so scary. Yeah, that wasn't the first time we got shot at, but that was uh one of the more memorable ones. Oh my god, I'm like, I'm like shaking. I don't even know how they. Can... It's like funny because the way you say it, because you're like, I just kept walking, but then like, <laughs> that's like scary. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, and cats always say, you know, just walk away. What if somebody shooting while you walking? Oh, <laughs> like man. And that don't work all the time. You I know. know. Use common sense. Walk away from the danger. I tried. Well, I was just too, I was like, you know, the movie Cars, the Disney Pixar movie, and he's like, Serpentine, Serpentine. I just pictured you in there. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, I mean, I have I have another story, but I can't really do that because me and my homeboy said we wouldn't mention it no more. Yeah. I have, yeah, there's plenty of stories. Wow. I'm, yeah. I feel pretty thuggish just knowing you. To be <laughs> I feel like I just got some street cred. <laughs> yeah, you know, we was definitely at that time, we was wilding when it came to the club scene. We was everywhere. And my homeboy from Oakland, which you wouldn't think somebody from Oakland would need lessons on what not to do. But Oakland, they don't really, the gang situation ain't really like that. It's not really gangs with colors and stuff like that. It's a different situation. They press you for different reasons. And I remember my homeboy, we was, uh, I think these cats was called like Fruit Loops or something like that. Fruit Loop Croups or Fruit Croup Crips. Something like that. You know, these cats, you know, it's like, you can't just call yourself a Crip. You got to be a, a Crip from this street, this avenue, or this cartoon character, I don't know, like, it, it gets crazy, but oh he spit on the ground next to this cat's shoes. And that was the other time we almost got shot. Oh I remember God. I looked at my homeboy, I was like, yo, you can't do that. He's like, yo, yo, cuz, you spit on my motherfucker. And it was just popped off from there, like, fam, my bad. Like, the homie, he not from out here. Like, my bad. Like, wow. you can't spit next to niggas' feet. Like, don't do that. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> don't don't do that. We was going to a Sly Boogie concert, and I was just like, yeah, you you can't do that. You'll get pressed. Wow, I will never order the tutti tutti fret and fresh and fruity from IHOP nah, again. Don't do that. Not when you're in LA. <laughs> <laughs> so was like, it always yeah, like Crips two. that you got in trouble with, or were there bloods too, or were you just like, man, I don't, I'm not with anything. You know what? Me personally, I don't really get pressed. I was always, I was good with where I was at. You know, I was raised over on um, Fremont, next to Fremont, 78th Street, uh, Fremont High School. It was Crips and Bloods over there, but I had family that just, I don't want to say affiliated, but, you know, they was cool with them. I mean, that's who you, you grow up with. Regardless if you're a Crip or Blood, you got to grow up somewhere and you're going to have friends. Yeah. So it was just family members and stuff that was cool with them and friends with them, grew up with them. So they was cool with me. They knew me. So I never really had an issue getting pressed. Like the only time I remember anybody saying something to me was some cholos. Mm. And oddly enough, that was at church. Like I remember I was walking out to go to the liquor store, which we always did when it was break time. We would walk, go to the liquor store and get like some snacks so we can eat during church because cats be hungry. In black <laughs> churches, you don't get out of church until like, you know, night. <laughs> like it starts in the day and it ends at night. So we was like preparing, like, all right, you know, we always go and get our snacks. And I remember these two cats just kind of like pressed me, like, um, you know, where are you from? And I was like, I'm not from nowhere, homie. And he was like, nah, nah, you from somewhere. And I, I just looked at him. I just stared at him and just kept walking. And I left it at that because I'm very... um when you ask me stuff like that, a lot of stuff goes in, on in my head. Like I started yeah. thinking like, what if I would have said I was from this place? Are you saying you would have did something to me? You was going to fight me? You think I'm a punk? Like my head goes way too much into it. And then I end up getting offended and then I want to fight. And so I just leave stuff alone mm -hmm. because too many times, you know what? I take that back. There has been several times to where some, some little cat, some skinny cat or somebody I know that I can kick his ass and he knows that I can kick his ass. So when they say something or they look at me a certain way, I already know that they strapped because you're mm. not going to say that unless you strapped or you got homies with you. You know, oh. I already know. So I let a lot of stuff slide just off of using common sense and not trying to give myself a no ish because it's been too many times to where I see somebody get pressed and somebody, you know, try to, stick up for themselves and they end up getting shanked or they, you know, they get jumped or worse, you know, they get popped. Wow. So yeah, I leave, I let a lot of stuff slide, you know, when I'm in certain areas around certain people. It's a lot wow. Of, yeah. Oh my God. Like that's just another reason I, I will never go to church. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that is the wrong reason. <laughs> oh my God. You've lived a crazy life. Like, yeah. there's stories to you that I don't even... I mean, of course, I know there's stories that I don't know, but there's, like, stories that I don't know. Yeah, I have a lot of stories. I mean, you would just have to say say this, pick a topic, whatever type, and I probably got a story in it. That's awesome. Well, then we're going to have a good audience, hopefully, and hopefully no one will be like, <laughs> all right, well, now he's giving away all our trade secrets and we can't talk to him or anything like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well... Okay, well, switching gears. Switching gears. <laughs> if money were no object, what three locations would you have homes in? Okay. Three locations I would have homes in. I'll give you the location, and then I'll tell you why. So the first one would be a rainforest. The reason why is because I love the scenery. I love that environment. I love green. I just, I love all of that is beautiful and that's all year round and plus all of the wildlife. Now I would want to be in a particular part of a rainforest or a rainforest to where there was no crazy apex predators uh, mm -hmm. that I have to worry about. Like I don't want no anacondas. I don't want no pythons. You know, I don't crocodiles. want no, yeah, no crocodiles. I don't want no jaguars. I want a very suburban ass rainforest. Nothing. <laughs> no piranha <laughs> yeah none of that you know i don't want the, the parasites that crawl up your pee pee i don't, I don't want i don't need those kind of problems <laughs> like you know i don't want those kind of problems and i know that kind of rainforest exists i just don't know the name of it but yeah mm -hmm. i need that and my house would have to be like 
all glass, like in a, in different parts, like so where I can see everything and then just enjoy the scenery as I'm in the house chilling. Oh my gosh! And then you think of like all the cool, colorful frogs that would jump on the exactly. glass. Exactly, it'd be so awesome. Now, <laughs> it would be so cool. On the window would be awful though. That <laughs> that would be hell. So now I'm kind of rethinking the glass. I would need something <laughs> to be able to counter that. But besides that, yeah, it'd be awesome. It would be awesome. The second be. place would be a private island. Okay. And the private island obviously is going to have to be lush. And I want a private island because it's an, it's pretty much like having your own small country. Like it's yours, all of it. And, you know, I get to build on it and do whatever the hell I want. And I can have all my family there if I want and all the freedom that I want and not have to worry about following anybody's rules. Like I do whatever the hell I want to. And I have that isolation and um, that privacy. So, you know, just in case COVID pop back up, I'm good. Like, I'm going to the island. You can catch me at the island. You know, one of these presidents start acting up, I'm going to the island. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going yeah. to the island. Because you don't, you don't that know what's going happen on. in the year 2020. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I, I just can't be taking chances. So I, I'll be on that island. And um, as long as, you know, it ain't nothing crazy going on on the island, no natives that's um, wilding out, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll take the island. In the third place, it would have to be a country in Africa. One of my, I guess, ancestral spots would be the Congo. That's where a lot of my um, heritage is that I found out through Ancestry.com. I know it's a beautiful place. I haven't been there. I have not been there, but I've seen pictures and things like that. And I would just do that off of principle. I would, That's cool. Yeah. you know, I would, Is the Congo where they have those silverbacks? Yes, they're there. Oh, my gosh. The Congo that would be so that, insane. That crazy-ass gorilla. Wasn't in a movie? A movie called The Congo it had a crazy gorilla in there? I think so. That's why I'm like remembering that that's where the silverbacks were, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine like you're just coming home one night and it's like dusk and then all of a sudden you're walking up to your door and there's just a fucking silverback standing right. there like 10 feet over you? Nah, I don't even want to imagine that. I'm no, there, those know. teeth. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, like I've told you before, I prefer gorillas over chimpanzees any day of the week. Yeah, yeah, any for sure. freaking day. I would live with that. But yeah, I would mess with the Congo. Oh my gosh, that's cool. I totally was picturing the Ivory Coast for some reason, but that's just because we both love elephants. So I thought it was going to be there. <laughs> I think, I think, I think there's elephants in the Congo. I don't know. I've never, I mean, I need to, there, it's been a while since I've watched like a good national geographic or something. I only know of like three, the Asian, the African, and then there's an actual um, jungle elephant as well. I just don't know what jungle that is. Sumatran, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> the little one, right? Yeah, it's a smaller one. Yeah. Maybe the little baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so grounding back to your second, your island that would be like a little country. You know the islands that are in the United Arab Emirates, the Dubai World Islands? Yeah. Which country would you buy? Well, Africa would have to be the biggest country over there, right? Well, I mean, that's a continent, no? Oh, right. Right. <laughs> you see, this is what school, this is what history does to you when you're in uh Junior high and high school, they they have probably mentioned that it's a continent, but they always just went, as far as I remember, they always just treated it like it was a country. Like, I remember never knowing that there were several countries in Africa. I just thought it was mm -hmm. just a big ass. I thought every place was like the United States. Like, it was a big country with a lot of states. That's how you think mm -hmm. like, in the day. <laughs> I still do, even though I know better. I know there's like provinces right. and parishes right. and counties and facts. states. Like, nah, I'm just gonna <laughs> go with what makes me comfortable, <laughs> what makes things easier. Good old America. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I freaking forgot the question that you just asked me. Oh, uh, well, I just asked what uh, country you would oh, get if you so were in the Dubai. If Islands. I did have to get a country, even though I don't know what the hell they look like over there. Uh, can uh, wait. Is Canada another continent? Can Canada is part of our continent, which is North America. God damn it! I sound like an <laughs> idiot. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. You're pretty. Right? <laughs> I'm afraid to name a country now. Like I know. Well, like how about like Italy? It's shaped like a boot. <laughs> oh, I'm living a boot. 
<laughs> you don't want to be the old man no, in the booth? No, I don't want to do that. You can be like, hey, guess what? I'm with the kicks are. Happy <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take the United States. Screw it. I'm going to be safe here and go with something I know is a country. I'm going to say the United States of America. Here, here. I don't really have an <laughs> issue right. with the United States of America besides some of the people that live in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's anywhere. Anytime, anytime period, anywhere. Right. So. All right. Well, I'm coming up to my most favorite question. I don't even know where I ran across this on the internet, but someone, I love to do random like fun facts and like quick shooter scenarios and be like, okay, off the top of your head, what's what would you rather have, like black or white, ice cream or cake, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And so I was Googling a bunch of weird fun facts and weird phrases and weird questions. And this one really stuck out. And it's like the number one question of the year that I'm asking everyone. Okay. So if you could go back in time to any historical event, any any historical event of all time and bear witness firsthand, but you could not change anything because it would change history, what event would it be? And how close would you be? Like, what role would you play in that event? I'm very, well, you can't play any role. I thought you said you can't change it. Well, I mean, you can like, like if you're like at the JFK assassination and you're like, yeah, I'm like really gory. I want to be like Jackie and like jumping off the back of the car, like, you know, or <laughs> like, I don't know. Or I want to be like the shooter on the but you can't, grassy knoll. You can't knoll. change anything, but you can do stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I'm very curious to know what other people said, mm-hmm. but, I think for me, this is after thinking about it, I said this would be good for me. And I think this would be good for you as well as as well as a bunch of other people that might be atheists. I would go back in time to when Jesus rose again from the dead. I would like to witness that. I think that for a lot of people will give a lot of clarity and answer all the questions and all the doubt. It would just be that would be done. And for me, I'm a Christian, so I would love to be able to witness that, enjoy that moment, and just to see it and be a part of that. It just, um, I would like to be as close as possible, but it would change probably everything about me when I got back. It'd just be different. Nobody would be able to tell me anything. You saying like, Chris, there's not a guy, like, um, I've seen him. <laughs> I just I picture like a zombie Jesus rising and you running like just taking oh, off. No, no, because no, you know it's one of those things to where, especially given that that's my religion and the history and everything, ain't gonna be no ain't nothing in my head would be saying danger or anything like that. If there was a history of zombies popping up randomly. Then yeah, maybe I'd be like, this might be one of them, but. Since we, it has not been no crazy occurrences, I would know exactly what that means. And yeah, I would just try to enjoy it. I, no, I would enjoy it. And I would be very anxious to come back and tell everybody about it. That is a very full of faith answer, which I, I applaud. Even as an atheist, I applaud that. I'm not going to rebut that because it's not about <laughs> <Right>. me. <laughs> These aren't my questions. But I'm going to leave that there. That that's a very that's a noble answer. If it was a, something that happened, yeah, exactly. So it that's that's the thing. If say if all the atheists are right and there was a big explosion and that's how the world came about or whatever, well then I would not, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> like I would, I would not. We'll uh, we'll talk about theoretical evidence and epistemology in other episodes. But you know, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> All right. Well, I like that answer. So, I mean, it it gives me some warmth that that's where you would go, yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't run away, even though I picture you running away and it's fucking hilarious. Now, if you, if the question was a little different and I was able to change things, then it should be obvious of what, where I would go back. But since I can't change anything, that would be the, I think that would be best for me. What would you change if you could? Oh, if I went back, oh, it'd be slavery time. Yeah, it'll yeah. be it'll be well, you know what? I would go back to the continent of Africa and make sure that should never happen. Like you're not mm-hmm. taking us anywhere. We're we good. Like that's kind of like yeah. I would just make sure that that happened. Like if there's gonna be African Americans, it's gonna be because we chose to come over here. Mm-hmm. That would be preferably how I would like it when it comes to other cultures being part of other countries, not because one 
country literally raped an, another country, but because they decided yeah. to come over and they wanted to. So yeah, that's probably yeah. one of the main things I what the main thing I would do is go and make sure that they understood um what was coming and what was going on, be smart and move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because I mean, I can say a lot of stuff about, oh, making sure slavery don't happen, telling the slaves this, but how about we don't get ourselves in that situation in the first place? Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to infer that that's what happened because I know that was a big Kanye thing this year, but I know that that's, I mean, that's something happened somewhere. There was a breakdown somewhere. Yeah. So if you could prevent was, that, that would be was, awesome. There was a lot. And some of it, this is the thing when it comes to that, even this is going to veer off for just a second, but the colonizers are not 100% at fault. Now, they're not 100% at fault for bringing Africans over. As far as slavery, yes, they're responsible for that. But there was a number of slaves that were sold by other tribes. And they were sold because they were war prisoners. It's like, well, what are we going to do with them? We can get money for them. So we're going to sell the people that we conquered. We don't need them. And um, that's that happened. So um, I can't say like they stole everybody. Some of them were given. But after the fact, you decided to treat them a certain kind of way. That's where the biggest issue is, is like what happened after. Yeah. yeah like what, how did it continue and continue and continue? And like, yeah. I don't know. Like I'm just sitting here, like segueing into how slavery is in the Bible, and I'm going back to my atheist thoughts. So I'm just gonna <laughs> leave that there for another episode because we got so much ammo yeah, for that's so many true. episodes. That's true. <laughs> well, that's really cool. So I'm glad that you would change that because I think anyone that wouldn't pick that is kind of crazy, no matter what color or right. gender they are. Like that's the first thing I think of right away. Yeah, because yeah. you want to be able to okay. erase. Some of the atrocities, some of the, regardless the way my people were treated in this country and still even get treated is obviously not as bad as it was back then. It's still my country. And even though, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you, you kind of have this idea of we should get some kind of um, reparations or whatever may have you, I would still love for that to never happen in this country and we just be good. You know, that's a part of our history mm-hmm. that I wish that we didn't have. So yeah, I would like to be able to erase that. Just like I'm sure there are plenty of Germans that'd be like, yeah, I kind of wish that whole Holocaust thing wasn't part of our history. You know, I don't, I I can, we can, we can definitely do without that. We're bigger and we're better than that. And uh, we've moved. (laughs) Now that we look back, that wasn't the best idea. Right. 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 (laughs) Definitely was not the best idea. Should not have been listening to that guy. Yeah. Wow. Well, I can't wait to get into other topics because, like, I'm already, my mind is just spinning. And, like, because of the year we've had with all the racial injustice coming to light and everything, and just being forced to actually sit and think about things and learn about things and be uncomfortable, which is another reason this is a great year that this is kicking off for us just i mean just learning how like slaves were medically experimented on and stuff like that so god there's just so many entryways we can go down and it's just deep there is stuff that people don't know because they would not dare tell you in the history books but it's actually in the books like it's not in your Mm -hmm. high school and your junior high books but it's in the history books Yeah, it's just all the medical books, all the, I mean, just not even just experimentation. I'm just talking about like family separated and just, oh my God, like Novocaine for dental treatments or anything. I'll throw it out there, a quick fact that a lot of people definitely don't know, but cannibalism was practiced on slaves back in the day. A lot of people Mm. would know that. Uh, Nat Turner, I'm sure you've heard that name. Mm -hmm. He was, he was eaten Mm -hmm. after, after they skinned him alive, burnt him alive. They a lot of them also Ugh. eat him. Yeah, it, oh my it, God. when I when I say sick and like just crazy shit, like there is stuff in our history that they will they don't want you to know or don't want to teach you. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. And that's a whole other topic about what's going on right now. Like, do we take it out of the stores? Do we take it off the shelves? Do we take it out of the books? Are we at risk of ruining it or doing it again? You know? So 
that's a whole other thank god for day. cameras and everything now because you can't lie about things yeah but even people i can't believe people still will so- watch the same thing on camera and be like no that's crazy right you see that they probably would have did that back in the day too like <laughs> like oh what yeah. do you mean he should have got hung that was that look he stole the apple <laughs> you should have you don't steal just go along with the laws and you would have been fine yeah, but I mean, you could read a sentence in a book and 10 different people are going to have 20 different reasons of what it says. That's very true. So hopefully someday we'll get to the point where we're just microchipped and we know the truth and there's no such thing as like bias or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. But a lot of people don't like the truth, so they don't care, you know, yeah, care even that's true. value it. All right. Well, moving to something a little bit lighter, because I know that this was lighter for me, so I don't know if it's going to be lighter for you, but uh, what are your three biggest pet peeves? Three biggest pet peeves, and this is actually going to dip into a little bit of what we talked to talked about earlier, just a little. So one of my biggest pet peeves, I have a lot, but one of the biggest one is people that think that an opinion is a judgment when you hear don't judge me is usually after somebody has said their opinion. And, oh, who are you to mm. judge? Don't judge. I don't, I've always had an issue with that. And at first I didn't until I started catching on to the trend. And when it came towards me, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not judge you. How, how am I judging you? Oh, because you think this, or you think that, or because I did that, this is your perception of me now. It's like, well, that's just my perception. Like, I don't really know what you want me to do. If that's the case, everybody is judged every minute, every second of the day. You know, I don't really Mm -hmm. know what to tell you, but I really dislike when somebody is saying, don't judge me. And it's usually over something that they don't feel that comfortable with, or they kind of have a little guilt behind, you know, it's kind of like a woman would, you were in a debate with a girl and you told her like, you know, you shouldn't be sleeping with five, 10 guys. You know, that's not, that's not how uh, women are supposed to behave. And don't you have a boyfriend? It'd be like, well, don't judge me. Guys do it all the time and blah, blah, blah. Who are you to judge? You don't know. And it's like, I'm not judging you. I'm just, just my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> just, just my yeah, opinion. I get that. It's just a loaded, a loaded phrase. Kind of like with all due respect, you know, the next thing is going to be. Right. Fuck right. You. Are you Very much. Like, yo, no disrespect. <laughs> But fuck you. <laughs> but. <laughs> like, like, it, it always follows yeah. by disrespect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, not that I'm judging, right, right, but right. <laughs> I'm totally yeah, judging. You the butt into it, you know something's coming. Some shit is coming out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. I know I have fun, and I'm going right, to answer to that right, later. Right, but right. Right. <laughs> Oh, Oh, man. So what are two of your other Um, So this is real huge. And I usually, this is something more newer than the others because of uh, social media. It's people that deflect when they're losing in an argument. I Mm. hate it. When you, like, all of a sudden, I mean, it can be, I mean, it don't even have to be social media. It can be with uh, your significant other when you can be like, oh, well, you haven't done that. Well, who knows? Um, you didn't come over or support me when, you know, all those people were talking about me at my parents' house, blah, 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 blah. You know, when my brothers and sisters was getting up on me and then you turn around and be like, well, just last week that happened to me and you didn't do anything about it. And then all of a sudden it's, they were, oh, but what about this time when you did this and this time and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's stay on one topic. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's let's address <laughs> that you're being a hypocrite <laughs> because you didn't have that same energy when it was happening to me, or when you're having to <laughs> focus on the new task at hand <laughs> right. and the old one. <laughs> the one that I'm directing. Right. It's vexing to me, and um, especially when there's debates going on on things that's political or just social. Mm-hmm things and you especially with everything going on with like black lives matter you know you can be making a great point and completely valid completely logical it'll be a point to basically drive everything home like okay like this statement is gonna win me the argument and all of a sudden it'll be like well what about who's a notorious bad black person that actually did something wrong that's like notorious 
Suge Knight. Suge Knight. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, what about what about Suge Knight? And you know, he's doing this. I'm like, whoa, dude, we're talking about Barack Obama. Where's Suge Knight coming to play? Like, what what are you doing? Like, what are what are we doing? Well, you right. all look the same, right. you know. <laughs> it's, it's that kind of shit. It just grinds my gears. Or even if they use it the other way, like, well, what do you mean held back? Like, look at right. Oprah and Obama. Right. They succeeded. They made it. Yeah. They did this. I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh. It's like, it may, it, sometimes it just leaves me speechless. And, it, you know, it'd be people like, yeah. well, I'm not privileged. I haven't, you know, I haven't had nothing either. None was given to me. And this, that, and the other. And, you know, I had to work for everything. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, fam. Yeah. I don't think you're... Yeah, they just they don't really know. Not getting this point. <laughs> it's like there is levels to this. There's just levels to it. And I am sure there are several other ethnicities that were granted the same amount of privilege I have and maybe didn't get anything extra, but it's a minority. We're I'm we're trying mm-hmm. to speak in general. So that that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, yeah, it just it bugs me. But my third one would be conformity. That is another thing that really grinds my gears is when people just follow the trend. Like all of a sudden it's cool to be this way or it's cool to act that way. And like everything's acceptable now just because a group of people like, say yeah. it's cool or the celebrities are saying it's cool. So now these other other people just follow. They Everybody is just following the leader. There's no individuality there's no originality really like just people are copying and mimicking the next person there's no individual thought that's how systemic yeah. problems start so it it really is to it leads to a bigger picture yeah so i it's, get that it's it's vexing because you'll be arguing with someone and you realize you have the exact same argument verbatim almost with somebody else like their argument is the exact same it's like wait a minute is this a doppelganger because this makes no sense. Like, <laughs> how are you saying the same thing that guy is saying? It almost sounds scripted. It just don't, mm-hmm. it don't sound right. So I, I really, yeah, I, I hate that. I can't stand when people just want, just copy and follow the next person. You can't just think. Of yeah, yeah. Bunch of lemmings. For themselves, but it, that is what it is. Yeah. Well, those are really good. Those are yeah. really good pet peeves. Those definitely are better than mine. <laughs> you got good ones too. You definitely good. <laughs> well, mine are like petty, but yours are like legit. So I'm going to adopt some of yours. <laughs> Here's a fun question that I just like, it came out of my ass. So hopefully it, it's a good one to everyone else. But what is one thing that you think school should teach kids as a basic life skill that isn't taught in classrooms today? Okay. So this is not an advertisement, but um, I have to say it. But the nonprofit that I have is based off of this question. My nonprofit, your best foot forward. Basically, what is for is teaching kids coming out of high school basic economic principles and um, things that you need, things that you simply need to know, be aware of, and what you actually need to value. And the main thing I believe is credit. I believe they should be teaching credit starting at ninth grade. You should be learning about credit, how it works, how you build it, how important it is, credit versus cash, what you can do with it, just all of it, how important it is. Like as stated, that's one of the main things I'm going to be teaching or part of the uh, the plan in my uh, nonprofit is basically getting people on that because as you know, you can't get anything without credit. You can, people can say all day, oh, you know, I want to work here. I want to go to this school and this and the other. Well, guess what? Say you do get accepted to that school, but it costs money to get to that school. Now you can get a student loan and it's going to cost you a hell of a lot of money, more than likely because the uh, interest rate is going to be super high. You can get a private loan, which will also have a high interest rate. However, if you have built your credit, Prior to that, now those student loans are a lot more affordable. Now they make a lot more sense. You're not paying as much. Now, you know, when it's time for you to buy a car, that's also more affordable. Your car payment is less. Now, instead of, let's say, you getting an apartment, which is another thing I want to teach in my nonprofit, you can get a manufactured home because those you can get for about $150,000, $80,000, well under $200,000. So you can be paying 
$1,200 for something that you can, that you're going to own and that you do own rather than on an apartment on something that you don't own. So your money would be growing while you're in school and while you're paying your mortgage. And that's all possible because of credit. You're able to do tons more and have a lot more opportunity when you have good credit. But since they don't teach that, that's not a priority to anybody when you get out. Really, people just think, Hmm. let me get a job and let me go to school. And that's pretty much as far as that goes. Yeah, I wish I had that because I still have credit card debt and I'm at like 29% interest. And I'm like, I don't even know what interest is, but I hate this number 29. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to be doing this forever. Like, what's the point? (laughs) And I think his loans was around 150 or something like that. But he said by the time he finished paying everything, including the interest, he was going to be paying like triple. It was something absurd. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. If your credit wasn't on point, if your credit was on point at the time, it wouldn't be as bad. But even credit is not going to save you all the time because the interest is always going to be there regardless. That's always going to be there Mm -hmm. regardless. But you want to make sure you get the best interest rate possible. Yeah. I just remember when I got out of high school, my parents were like, you need to get a credit card and establish credit. I didn't know what that meant until like (laughs) a year ago. And here I am with all this debt. I'm like, you guys just basically said get plastic and go shopping. And I didn't know that like I had to pay for it. What the hell? Yeah. So that would have been such a good life, life skill class. And it's almost like, I just want whoever's listening to know, like we did not plant that so that you could plug your nonprofit. That's completely a shocker (laughs) to me that that happened because I didn't even know that you're working on that uh, right now. uh, Yeah. I'm waiting on my 501c3 to be approved. So I have not done a whole lot as far as marketing it, but that's what I'm doing. That's that's my whole plan. I'm honestly just trying to help people for that exact reason, because there's been plenty of times where I sit back and say, man, I wish they would have told me about this in high school. I And like, honestly, not to be corny, mm-hmm. I literally be thinking that sometimes or when I'm having conversations with friends or uh, my brother, like, man, if I would have known about this or we could have done that or. You know, I could have had a 720 or a 740, whatever, like 21, 22, four or five year credit history. By that time, good payments, everything on time. And therefore, you're able to um, get approved for damn near everything and anything. It's kind of like when you um, watch yeah. TV and you see a car commercial and they say, oh, you can lease this car for 200 a month. And with this and this APR and it's a great car. You're like, oh, heck yeah, I can get a BMW, $200 a month. I only got to put $2,500 down. Heck yeah, I'm going to do that. And then you hear the voice talk real, real quick in the background, like, only on improved credit. The best credit available. Oh, yeah. Got to have at least a <laughs> <laughs> like, They say that real yeah. fast. Because they know, like, if real somebody fast. hear that, they're not even going to go down there to apply for it. They would rather you come down and then mm-hmm. they say, oh, well, you're not approved for that one, but you are approved. For this one, your payment is going to be a little bit higher. So, yeah, I think credit is Mm -hmm. definitely one of the major things that they drop the ball on when it comes to teaching in school. I agree. And just to segue off that a little bit, I didn't know that there was so much assistance for single mothers because I'm not married, even though I have the two kids. I didn't know there was like WIC and stuff and that I could do medicaid and things like that so i've been pouring like i've been working my ass off just to barely make a paycheck that just barely covers my insurance premiums i don't even know if they're called premiums but like just to have my money taken out each month to pay for me and the kids to have health insurance until i moved to texas and someone's like you're a single mom why don't you like do this and you could get like reduced lunches and stuff i'm like holy shit if i would have known this stuff like 20 years ago i would have yeah there is a lot of programs for uh single mothers especially when it comes to school when it comes to food housing all of that my whole life would be so much better right now if i if someone would have told me this like 20 years ago yeah So we'll we'll get into those episodes too. Like, hey guys, hey kids, if you uh have this yeah, situation, here's some help. <laughs> like I used to be well, it wasn't really on single mothers, it was just on the system, period. Because it'll be yeah. one of my homegirls or just somebody that I know, I'd be like, Oh, I don't have to pay anything for school. And I get this much off of financial aid. Mm. And I was like, How? I'm a single mom. And that'll literally be their answer. I'm like, 
what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because I'm a single <laughs> mom and I only get paid this much for work and this, that, and the other. I'm like, dude, I am literally in, on the opposite side. I'm like, I'm working several jobs right now so that I can't afford to live in that apartment that I got at the time and be able to pay my bills and be able to go to school. Like I have to do all that and I'm, I'm barely able to do it. Like I'm scraping. Can you give me something? <laughs> like, yeah. You help me. Yeah. Like what's the yes. point? Why am I busting I my ass so no hard for nothing? A problem with them helping single mothers, but I believe they should also help others. Like, There are other people that I think it's like, okay, you know, give them a hand as well. It like goes to the point of what is it when it's like you have to be doing real bad in order for them to help you. But if you're barely, if you're scraping Mm -hmm. by, they won't help you. Or it's like when you're trying to get approved for something and stuff like that. And um, while they're talking about your bills and your debt. And you're like, no, I get paid X amount of dollars, but my this money goes to mortgage, this money goes to utilities, this money goes to um, this bill, this bill, this bill, and the next bill. That's why pretty much at the end of the month, it looks like I don't make nothing, but I actually do. So I should be approved. Like, nah, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. That debt to income ratio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm totally on board with that. That's all. Yeah. (laughs) And the screening process, because I know some people that have taken advantage of the system. There's always going to be that person that can give it a bad rap, whatever it is. Several. Well, that's another episode, another time. I'm going to, hopefully we're making notes on this. Whoever is going to edit this, you can, you know, obviously decide when to cut stuff out, but um, we're still going to have the raw footage. So we're going to go back (laughs) and pick apart. Yeah. Be like, okay, yeah, that's going to be a topic. This is going to be a topic because, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, even leaving it like that way, people could see what our natural segues are and what our natural, I keep using the word segue. I keep getting stuck on a word whenever <laughs> we record. And that's like the only word the I only can, thing you that's say. my theme for that recording. <laughs> like last time it was empathy. And before that it was like communication. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so this is how our brains work. All right. So I'm wondering if I have this one right in my head, the answers that you would have, but Give me, it's like a two, like, it's like a coin flip. Give me one idea or give me an idea of what makes you the most proud when you need hyped up. Like what, what's your like soul hype man? And then what keeps you the most humble? Okay. I would say what makes me the most proud is what I've been able to accomplish without that much difficulty or kind of like, I don't want to say effortlessly, but I did not have to, for me, in my head, I did not have to try very, very, very hard. And I build off of that with the notion of, man, if I actually put forth 100% effort and try to realize my uh, potential, I can probably accomplish anything. I can do anything if I actually try and put forth an effort because I've been able to obtain and do a lot of things without putting forth that type of effort. You know, I try and I move. I make things happen. But to me, it's not like I'm obsessed Mm -hmm. with it. Because to me, when you're super, super driven, you're obsessed with whatever it is that's driving you. And I have luckily been able to get the things that I want without being obsessed. Yeah, you have a balance. Right. So I'm proud of that for myself. I don't have pride. I'm just proud of it. Good. You should be. Right. And just the the amount of faith that other people have in me also is makes me proud, proud of myself. So that's that's also I I also build off of other people's uh, energy. As far as what makes me humble, that would be when I look at people that are less fortunate than me, because I realize I remember where I come from and the the situations that I had to overcome and the situation my parents had to overcome rather. It could have been a lot worse, and it's not. And I'm thankful for that. And it it just kind of um, it humbles me. And then I also think about my overall goal, like what I want out of life, what type of legacy I want to leave behind. And I realize that I'm not nowhere near close to that. And that humbles me. But I don't look at humility as a negative. I use it to drive me. There's nothing wrong with having humility. And so I don't really look at it really as a bad thing. But, yeah, I kind of think about like, man, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I'm trying to be able to 
reach people this way and that way, but I'm not close to that. So I can't be walking around like I'm the man <laughs> and I haven't, you know, I haven't reached my goals. You know, I haven't realized my ambitions yet. So uh, I got to be humble, be cool. Wow. It's like, I don't know, <laughs> like not that I'm trying to steal a show with my words, but it's like so cool to get to know you all over again. <laughs> or like to get to know you deeper i don't know like it's just you're a really good guy so i'm just really excited to have you in my oh, life my life <laughs> my texas accent came out my life and everything so i don't know like you're getting an accent yeah now? it's like well yeah y'all <laughs> i'm fixing to get one so yeah like it's just I don't know. I just, you're a really great guy. And I just love that your answers, I know that these are like legit answers and that's how you truly feel. And that's just great. Cause people are so selfish these days. Yeah. I've noticed that. I'm selfish. And that, <laughs> that, that I think when you're able to acknowledge and catch yourself, Oh, what the freak am I watching? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything. Are you watching I'm, game I'm <laughs> That's what I just seen on the TV. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I just seen. I seriously pictured TV. your reaction, like your physical reaction, like you were walking through a spider web. Like you know when you get that feeling, and you're just like, oh my god. Um, it's the NBA Finals. A commercial come on. I don't really know what the freak it is, but they got these two black guys in business attire, and they just start kissing. <laughs> like, what is this? Oh my god, a commercial. <sighs> I've been seeing it so much more often on TV. Well, well, we'll cover that too. We'll come back to that topic. <laughs> now that's slipping into something uncomfortable for me. Like I, I can't. And it, as you can see, I would want people to understand real quick that for me, it has nothing at all to do with homophobic at in no way, shape, or form. And I'm not about to sound like one of those people. Like, oh, I have black friends and say I have gay friends. <laughs> That's irrelevant. <laughs> that was a natural reaction for me. That is just a natural, my primal natural reaction. When I see two dudes doing that, I push away. That's just me. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, I don't got nothing against all whatever you want to do, but that's just my, yeah, that's, that's my natural reaction. We are going to get so uncomfortable in the future. <laughs> oh man. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's fine. I'm with it. I'm with it. I signed up for it. <laughs> I like that. You're like, I'm not like one of those people that I have black friends. Cause I've totally done that. <laughs> and then I realized it was a thing and I'm like, oh, I've done that. Ew. That is a thing. <laughs> it, well, you know, it's because people want to let you know that, like, hey, I don't have a problem and this is proof. But it's become a, a trend. And then people that that even though they have black friends mm -hmm. don't mean that they're not uh, racist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that doesn't mean that you're uh, not racist, because even though I have two gay uncles, well, I have three gay uncles. Uh, one of them passed away. When they had their boyfriend around and they did something a little fruity, I still got uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, just because they were my uncle, my blood, didn't make it to where it was like, oh, man, what you doing? <laughs> it didn't make it any less uncomfortable. My uncle Aaron was like the most flamboyant of them all. So he, he used to have me on my toes, but <laughs> just because he was, he was just extra. <laughs> he, he was just extra i used to always ask like yo okay just because you're homosexual don't mean you have to be a woman right i thought it just <laughs> meant that you like dudes not that you're a woman <laughs> like what <laughs> i don't understand why you are acting like that oh we have so many topics to touch on <laughs> And I want to, we need to start a show called Ask a Gay Guy, because I, I, I want to ask, like, a lot of these questions. We, yeah, we're hopefully going to have guests so that we can have people, like, if they're uncomfortable and, like, you can ask a black man, ask a crazy white atheist or someone who's right. been to rehab, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. ask anything. Like, I want to have all these things because there's so That's much awesome. to learn. So yes. let's get us uncomfortable for everyone else. So. <laughs> all right okay this one's going to be kind of i'm going to have to remind you the words probably but in order of importance would you rank these number one being the most important and number five being the least important that you think that are life skills 
Those are wisdom, intelligence, curiosity, kindness, and drive. Okay, so I'm going to start with one being the most important going down the line, Mm -hmm. the list. I think the number one important would be wisdom. Okay. Because I also feel when you're wise, kindness should come almost in cope. You it you have enough sense. You're wise enough to know that it's it is wise to be kind yeah. to all. Yeah. And uh, being kind is a awesome human quality. It's one of those qualities almost on the the topic that we were just talking about of regardless if certain things make me feel uncomfortable, I won't treat that person differently. I won't curse them. I won't say like, I wish they weren't here. I won't treat them like they're a leper or something crazy like that, because that's just wrong. That's mean. That is not necessary. And it it makes no sense to do so. You're just being a, a bad person. So it's, it pays to be kind, you know, you can still be kind and nice Regardless, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, yeah, that's probably one of the best human qualities out there is kindness. So obviously kindness is the second for me. Uh, it goes wisdom, kindness. Third, I'm going to go with intelligence. I am going with intelligence because I believe that I just kind of believe that uh, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. So you need that. That's something that is just something that you need to be able to go forward and move your generation forward. And be a better person. Yeah. And after that, I would say drive. Uh, I believe that's very important. And the last would be curiosity because curiosity killed the cat. Yeah. I was going to say it could get you in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. It can definitely get you in trouble. And in a way it segues into uh, arrogance. Yeah. Because it's certain things that I'd be wondering, why are you like, why do you question this? Yeah. You know, like it's certain, you know, certain things I just, why are you even questioning it? But rowdiness. That's neither here nor there. But yeah, curiosity is the last one on my list. Curiosity could also lead to wisdom, though, because you learn the hard way. (laughs) Sure. For sure. Curiosity can lead to wisdom and it can lead to a lot of great things if it's used in the right way. It's going to be all up to your judgment. Because somebody was curious when they seen a plant and said, I wonder if that will have any healing properties. That's true. You know, That's true. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Like a positive thing as well. It's so weird because I'm usually a, a pessimist and I just totally put a positive spin on it. And that's so not like me. <laughs> 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 so I'm totally learning about myself, too. Okay, I think I know one of these, but I don't know if I know for sure if this. Well, I kind of preface this like. Three favorite crushes of all time, because this tells a lot about someone, whether they're into someone just for looks purely, or if it's like because of a character, like being funny or being smart or whatever. So that's, again, it's like another kind of tiered off of the question that I just asked. So who are your three all time crushes of like, since you were a little kid and to this day, you're still like, yeah, I would marry, marry, marry all three of these. I don't think I've ever had a crush on somebody for their character. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, (laughs) I'm just going to be 100 on that. I never did it. Now, I think you do know one of my crushes, and who is it? Charlize. That's damn right. Charlize (laughs) Theron, man, she is on point. (laughs) She's also got such a big heart, and she has, I mean, she's so smart, so. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, Charlene, she's bomb. I've I think it was the movie, I think it was called Trap with Kevin Bacon. Mm. I think that's what it was called. I'm not 100% sure, but something about that dude, like some movie where Kevin Bacon was like the villain and she was like the wife of a doctor or something like that. I forget. But anyway, yeah, I was was on her ever since that. My first, and I would say my crush when I was about going into like sixth grade and forever after that was Vanessa Williams. Oh, yeah. She was before Charlize, and she would more than likely will go down as my number one crush. She's gorgeous. She was, um, yeah, I love, I love me some Vanessa Williams. I've always loved Vanessa Williams. She was on my folder all through junior high and high school. I had her taped on my folder. The Got Milk <laughs> poster that is uh-huh. what was on my folder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> I would say my second. I mean, my last, this is kind of like a tie, but not really. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Zorro. 
Yeah. Man, oh, and Zorro, especially in Zorro, the mask of Zorro. <laughs> Watch that and you will understand. I just, yeah. I will. Yeah. I have to I watch want, that. <laughs> I, I want all parts of Catherine Zeta Jones and Zero. I have no idea why the hell she's with Michael Douglas. These are the things that drive me insane. <laughs> like, I'm not going to hate on him, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's almost like what a waste, huh? Yeah. Like, is your st- <laughs> see, I don't want to talk trash on the man. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone because for whatever reason, I guess Michael Douglas was like a sex symbol back in the day. I don't see it, but I don't obviously either. Hollywood did because he played in a lot of movies to where he was that type of character, you know, yeah. but it is what it is, you know, I, I don't know, maybe... He's uh, just you know, packing a lot of heat that no one knows yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, like Little Wayne, you know, like <laughs> that's what I think is up with Little Wayne because he looks like an insect. And somehow he has all these women. I don't I don't understand it. It must be his personality. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Or the but, money or, you know, the right. Thing. <laughs> right. Any of the three. Yeah. It was between a tie with Catherine J. Well, it's not a tie. The other chick, even though this is technically a fourth, is Drew Barrymore only, but not her now or like any other time, only in the movie Bad Girls. The movie Bad Girl, I think that's what it was called, Bad Girls. (sighs) I was very, very young. I think (laughs) I was like in the fourth, fifth grade, somewhere along those lines. And it was a scene up in there. She was just so sexy to me. And I was so young. Remember, I'm fourth, fifth grade. She had on some lingerie on a bed. And um, she was just captured by some dude named like The Kid or something like that. It's like a Western. And um, I had a lot of impure thoughts about this woman <laughs> at that time. I really did. And I remember, I didn't even know that was Drew Barrymore until like a year or so ago. Oh my God. Like, I didn't even know because I'm not attracted to Drew Barrymore at all. But sure. back then, at that age, and her in that movie, I was all over it. That's interesting. I love, oh my God, she was so hot in the 90s. And like, I love her still. Yeah, that's so I'm going to go check it out. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go check 90s. it out. <laughs> yeah, that is a 90s movie, and I used, I used to watch to, it all the time. I used to have a poster, not a poster, but like a picture of her from a, like a book, but I cut it out of a book. And it was, I don't know, it's kind of like it was a risque picture, but it was a black and white picture of her that when she had like her signature short curly hair and like the really badly overplugged eyebrows and stuff from the 90s. And like she's just sitting cross legged, but it looks like she's not wearing any pants, but like her cross-legged covers everything so that there's nothing showing. I don't know. I just remember that's like still an iconic photo to me. And it's still, I had it up in my room even. So I <laughs> <Right>. get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. So those would be my, my three. Okay. So last question. I kind of threw this in as like a bonus for myself. Cause I was just like feeling myself last week when we talked. So I was, <laughs> I was just kind of, humble bragging, but I think this is a good question. What makes you stand out as a good source for information or a host? Like what gives you the edge? Why should people listen to you? I think people should listen to me because I am optimistic. I am not afraid to be wrong, which means I like to learn. So if it's whatever subject is on or whatever topic even if I don't agree with it, or even if I think I know about it, but somebody comes to me with new information or an argument, I won't just automatically dismiss it. You know, I'll stop, listen, and try to learn from it. Mm -hmm. And I like having good conversation. I don't like trying to just prove that I'm right all the time. So I would try to bring that same type of energy to the table when we are having our podcast. Also, I believe I have a good character. I believe that I'm funny. I have a good sense of humor. I can take it as well as dish it out. <laughs> and yeah, I just think overall, I'm a good yeah. dude. Yeah, you are a good <laughs> dude. I mean, that's what I was saying earlier. You are a good dude. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very, I'm open with a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, I'm open with a hell of a lot of stuff. Like, there's so many things that I'm into 
there's I can probably have something in common with everybody. It, well, not everybody, but a lot of different type of people. There's a oh, lot yeah. of things that I'm into and that I like. So, yeah. Yeah, you're very, I don't want to say versatile. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like the first couple of questions, the first one started with like getting shot at. And the next one you're like, oh, and then I could have this glass house with the rainforest and the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, You don't get that very often. So it is a very, it's a great characteristic just to be like all around yourself and to actually not be apologetic about that today. Right. So to non-conform, just like you pointed out. So, yeah, well, I mean, that's why we're still friends. Cause I think you're pretty cool. So, and I'm pretty cool. So obviously you definitely you're pretty are cool. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, this, it's given me so many more topic ideas. Not that we didn't have a shortage, not that we had a shortage of topic ideas, but now it's like, I just really want to get in there and do like a few topics a week and just get in there. But right. I also know that you and I want to do more than bring opinion to the table. We want to do research too. Yes. So we want to do things justice. So we're going to crank these out slowly, but surely, but we're going to do them justice, hopefully, because we want to build a an actual rapport, an actual audience, and actually bring some knowledge to people and make people laugh. Definitely. All of the above, okay. for sure. Yeah. All right. Well... As they say in Texas, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs>